want to do sticks? Let's do some sticks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Our last podcast literally broke up because people couldn't agree on whether to clap on three or four. Um, I think, I I think am... we, we compromised by clapping on 10, I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I am, I am recording this Zoom meeting as a fallback, and okay. the audio on Zoom is actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, it so is, we'll and it that saves one a ton of editing time. <laughs> <laughs> so I may go with that, even if it's even, not as good. Okay, cool. Um, well, you know, well, I'll, I'll occasionally move my mouth close to my computer's mic, wherever that is. It's somewhere up here. I and will. Uh, John prefers it. I I will play it by ear. <laughs> okay. In no, fact, I think I think we're in, fine. In fact, I think we're fine. I've not even not even while, figuratively. Yeah. That's amazing. Not even, not even figurative. All right. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let's, thank let's you for. This. Thank you for joining us, Nathaniel. Um, Thanks for letting me join you. Oh, I mean, I mean, in a way, we didn't let you. Like, we liter literally <laughs> anyone can sign up for the. We have no control over yeah, what Chris, kind of. What you kind sure of we internet weirdos? Are you sure we don't want to wait until the end of the session to see if we want to thank him or not? <laughs> you know. What if it's a disaster? You can always edit that out. Man, this guy uh, really brought the mood down. What was not, 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 <laughs> not if I'm using the Zoom app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we typically do not edit material out. Um, <laughs> Have you got any really weird guys that you've... Or gals that you've uh, you've had as guests, like someone who was truly completely random. Yeah, I mean, most of the I would say at this point, most of the co-hosts are not people we know. Is that a fair is that a, a fair assessment, John? Yeah, um, most of them are 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 people that I sort of know tangentially through people that I have met. Um, a lot of people from the Duckfeed TV network. What? No, I don't know. I don't know what it the is. Fuck? I don't know what. It's a, it's it's a podcast network. I happened to uh, uh, meet the 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 guys that spearhead the network, uh, Cole Ross and Gary Butterfield, who are very nice individuals. Uh, they they do a, a, a retro games podcast called Watch Out for Fireballs, which is how I know them. Uh, and there's like a number of other podcasts on the network, but they promoted us on their Slack channel, uh, and I think like, I think like two-thirds of the guests that we've had so far have been acquired through that that group, I think. That's, That's where all those cool. people come from? Yeah. I mean, except the ones that you or I know personally. How do you promote through a... Okay, never mind. I, I don't know. I, I, I what was, is it? A Slack I, channel is like a... like That's like a calendar organizer thing for lots of people together, right? Um, it's more of a chat, pro yeah. chat program. for people. I actually use it at my work. Um, a lot of, yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of people use it work. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think several, uh, well, John, you know, um, friend of the show, Jeffrey Lewis. Friend of the, of friend of the Middle, Middlebury Institute of International Studies uh, from the Arms Control Wonk podcast. They have a Slack, yeah. Slack channel for their Patreon supporters. And so if, you're, if you yeah. join their Patreon, huh. you're allowed on the Slack channel to discuss arms control uh, uh, disarmament and, and you know, nuclear arms issues. So I, I presume that they, wow. you're on that Slack channel, Chris? No, what? I don't have $3 a month. What am I made of money? <laughs> do you, do you have, gonna, do you have like a... You have your, your inflow of cash and outflow and you have to make them match up. Do you buy like a fancy well, coffee uh, once a month? debatable. <laughs> <If I'm, laughs> If I'm blowing $3 a month on the Arms Control Wonk podcast, look, if I had an extra $3 a month, I would totally want to get on their Slack channel. Yeah, that seems like it'd be a good Slack channel. You can't cut the candy, the, the checkout line Twix bar habit. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I have, I have a lot of expenses. Give me, for, give me a break. I guess we're <laughs> ridiculous. I get... I, I have a lot of podcast-related expenses. I guess we're moving into the drinks round. Oh, no, that's Kit Kat. Sorry, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> it, it, was, it was more funny by merit of that, I thought. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going for. I guess that's we're moving. 
<laughs> I guess we're. What moving. was Twix's slogan? I don't remember. I don't think Twix had a slogan. Just hmm. <laughs> break. break. Was, it, was, it, was, it, was it? Was it? There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's the gimmick, right? Uh, Twix. There's two of them. <laughs> It's just, they just cut to a shot of a guy going like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to say their slogan was, uh, you silly rabbit, Twix are for kids? No? Okay. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good. We'll, we'll dub it in. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sean. Sorry. As you know, as you very well know, I have a lot of podcast-related expenses for mm. this program, we're clearly it's Monday. We're moving into the drinks roundup. Um, yes, I'm drinking a sippy cup full of water. Listeners like Nathaniel. Listeners like to know what we're drinking every week. <laughs> a sippy yeah. cup. It's, I, it's I, how we know the podcast is like officially. Now, now wait, is that I, actually a sippy cup though? Like that's not like a sippy cup. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's yeah, like a, yeah. It's a travel cup. Wow, good, I suppose. Good, like way to call him on that. I have, I have not. I no, that's a, that's that's like a. It looks like a disposable yeah. cup that was made not disposable. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. one of those like gimmicky travel mugs that's like meant to look like a disposable mug. Is like it branded, like it looks like promotional material. Is it, does yeah. it have the name of something on it? It does not have any. Uh, no, no. This is was, it this polystyrene. Was, you're correct that it was promotional material in the sense that my ah. son received it as a birthday party at a friend's birthday. What mm. a so sucky was, thing to get at a birthday party. No, well, at the time it was yeah, full of shitty candy. gift. At the time it was full of candy. Oh, oh. he ate all we the did candy. Twix. If only, if only they were like Twix. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I mean. The fact that we mentioned those are two of my favorite chocolates. Like, Twix, Twix yeah. and Kit Kats? When I choose okay. candy right. for us to give away at Halloween, I mm. always choose Twix and Kit Kats. And I always choose them because no kids ever come to our house. Ah. And so mm. when, when I get candy for Halloween, <laughs> we just get to eat it afterwards. That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. If kids ever came to our house, I would be so angry. It's like they're taking that candy out of my mouth. So, so what would you say? Can you act out like what you would do? Like, what would you say? Come to the door. Here, John, you be the kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 okay. Nobody home. Oh, go away! It's not. It's not Halloween. <laughs> well, he said it's not nobody even... home. He said there's there's definitely somebody in there. What are you, you... talking? Uh, let's let's is... go, go check the window. <laughs> let's TP the house. <laughs> hey, throw a rock at it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, that's it's. Um... Oh, I think I see him in there. He's just eating candy bars out of a bucket. What it's... a doofus! Because <laughs> that's, that's what little kids call adults. Oh yeah, doofus is all the rage. The only the only inaccurate part of that act out is that. And this is, I want to stipulate, this is literally true. We don't put our uh, Halloween candies in a bucket. (laughs) John, you know this. We keep them in an actual human skull with the top of them. Our great-grandfather's skull. I forgot. (laughs) I'm having a hard time believing this. My skepticism meter is about an 8 out of 10. Okay, okay. Well, well, you're correct to not believe something until you have sufficient evidence you're correct. You're correct to be a little skeptical. It's our great grandfather's skull, in as much as it was a human skull that belonged to him. <laughs> it wasn't it like makes, his skull that makes, was in his head. It makes so much more sense that way, right? Yeah, it's so much and more it, believable. It's so, a removable top. Okay. <laughs> it's really clever. Convenient. It's a clever it's really play convenient. on words. Yeah, because if you want to remember something, you just like, you know, just like stick it in there. It's so convenient. Mm. We don't have that skull anymore. I think Jeremy might have it. Mm. Yeah, that seems like more of a Jeremy thing. Uh, I mean, we've been fighting over it for years. Yeah, fighting over your grandfather's skull. Our great-grandfather's skull. Great-grandfather's. Our, great-grandfather's. Great, our grandfather did not have a skull. Oh, he had to get his own. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, again, 
again, a, a soft tissue mass atop tech, his shoulders. Tech, I should have said he only had one skull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. We that is literally true. Our great grandfather was a neurologist. He had a human skull that he used uh, in the classroom for display. It had a removable top with, that you could put on with hinges, mm. uh, like you could latch it on, and it's perfect for serving Halloween candy out of particularly because it never scares anyone because they always assume it is fake. But it is, in fact, a it genuine... A genuine human skull. Grown by some human. A genuine human skull. That we served small children candy out of in the presence <laughs> of their parents. Was it... Did parents you never did object. You, um, did you, like, sterilize <laughs> it at least? I'm sure... No, I'm, I'm sure that... Sure sure I'm sure... Yeah. Look, it's... Yeah, oh, it's oh yeah. Skull. No, no. I... Oh, of course. I'm, I'm sure assuming. I'm assuming that it was sterile. <laughs> I don't think it would like still have Ebola on it. <laughs> Wait, it's fine. Still have Ebola? We don't know what that person died of, John. See, you're just leaping to the conclusion that it was Ebola. We don't know who. We don't know whose skull it was in the sense of who that person is. It could have been a convicted felon. It could have been uh, uh, someone whose grave was robbed. It could, it could have been President Taft. We don't know. Mm, it probably was President Taft. You, you'd think so. Yeah. Or as I like to call him, uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice Taft. Supreme Court. I don't know. I, I, I think I'd want to like, like sit in a circle and come up with stories about where it came from. Like I, I'd want to believe like <laughs> someone was beheaded and then this, this head rolled down some gully at the side of our street and decayed and then your your great granddad picked it up as it I had mean, decayed as, as an mm, interesting artifact that fits the known facts because this skull definitely didn't have a body attached to it <laughs> what if it turns out that it was a hoax like a hoax skull like it's been fake all this time yeah like someone was trying to fake it like this was the missing link <laughs> or like or like it, it it isn't like it secretly isn't like a modern Anatomically modern skull, but it's actually like a much older skull. Mm. <laughs> the, it's, it's actually it's Neanderthal. an immensely yeah. valuable and rare fossil <laughs> that is somehow Homo, almost Homo perfectly. Oh, oh yeah, God. that's good. Imagine, imagine if you could serve children candy on Halloween out of Lucy. <laughs> that would well, well, it wouldn't hold as much. So the kids wouldn't enjoy uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to refill it quite often. Yeah. Or just off, the, like, the off the surface, but, uh, Michelangelo's David. But a, but a Cro-Magnon skull. Mm -hmm. I think that was bigger than ours, I think. That, well, uh, Neanderthalus would be, would be bigger, right? Yeah, was it Neanderthals? Were Neanderthals were bigger? One of them was one of them they was were, one of them yeah, was yeah. definitely yeah, definitely. We agree on that. I think, John, you may be thinking of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, is that is that what it yeah, was? Very large skulls. Terrible lizard. Though tiny arms. Terrible. Just the worst. Worst um, lizard. Um, let's get back on track. Oh, oh, oh uh, right. We're so talking about a, a sippy, sippy <laughs> cup of yeah, yeah. water. Okay. False, a, false pseudo sippy cup. And listeners yeah. have heard me describe pseudo sippy that cup sippy is much cup more accurate. Got a, a glass mug that used to contain mm. some Earl a mason tea. jar. Let's stipulate it's one of those it's like uh, mason, mason jar styled, but it looks like a mason handle. jar. Has a handle, John. It's one of those stylized mason jar yeah, glasses. Have jam in it. It has it has threads on the neck. True. Yeah, we buy the jam specifically at the high beat. High V. As though, like, and I just like want to jars. explain this explicitly. The jam, honestly, is as as though it were intended to have a lid, although it yeah, did not yeah. come with one. Mm. No, no, this came with a lid. Okay, it did. All right. No, we buy these. All right, ignore thing. everything that I just said. I just said you weren't listening. I just <laughs> said we get our jam at the High V. I make a special trip to the fucking High V for exclusively for jam because we like these jar and it's not the best jam, honestly, <laughs> because we like to use these jars for mugs and yeah. we're trying to get a complete set. Well, so Christy, you go through the pain, uh, the agony. The torture of eating this jam mm -hmm. on bread or toast or uh -huh. whatever Just French toast it out of the jar, trying to empty the damn thing out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's all right. Man, what a nightmarish existence it is. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. And John, as listeners have come to expect, 
I have a coconut LaCroix. Mm, true. A lime LaCroix. Factual. A mango LaCroix. Wait, wait, can't see the, okay, yep, all right, yep. And a pamplemousse LaCroix. Mm. Yeah, what, what, what's that? With, with this heavy LaCroix budget, <laughs> I don't have $3 a month to spend on the Arms Control Wonk podcast Patreon to get on their Slack channel. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, Priorities. as a result, like, I'm having to listen to the Ankit Panda on the Diplomat podcast to find out about this ICBM launch. Yeah, everybody knows what you're talking about. John, you are an uncultured boo. No, I know about the uh, the ICBM launch. I just don't know what podcast you're talking about. <sighs> I mean, I, I, you didn't. I, I heard. I heard about it on the ER. You listen to the ER. What's the ER? Foreign policies. The ER. No, I don't know the the ER. I'm gonna. Yeah. I love I love foreign <laughs> policy podcasts. What's this foreign policy as a podcast? Yeah, it's called the ER. Are you sure it's foreign policy and not foreign affairs? I mean, yes. Okay, then. Uh, Nathaniel. Sign me up. Oh, would sorry. You, yes. would, you, would you like to go next in the beverage roundup, since you're the yeah. guest, and it yeah. would be polite to let you go first? Yeah. Oh, I, I feel so honored. Uh, <laughs> and and Nath- Nathaniel, just so you know, this is literally true. We tried to stop doing the beverage roundup, <laughs> and we received complaints. <laughs> People emailed us complaining that we had skipped the beverage roundup. Oh my god! We, we received one email to that effect. John, <laughs> like, which which we don't which, have a lot of listeners. Like to, to, like to being Jim Davis, like that's 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 a bevy of emails. Yeah, proportionally to the right. listeners we have, it was a lot. Okay, sorry. So go on. Yeah. Well, uh, so I have a koozie here. Uh, inside this koozie is a beer. Ooh. That happens to be, this is interesting. I'm glad I have something interesting for this. From America's, <laughs> from America's oldest brewery. It's a it's Youngling. Oh. I don't even know how, I don't know how to, I don't know how to pronounce that. Youngling. 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 I like yeah, that. That sounds I, good. I don't know either. If you had told me that was a Chinese word, I would have believed you. <laughs> hey, actually, Chris, this is actually, a, this is actually a Chinese beer. <laughs> it's America's it's America's <laughs> brewery, but it's 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 the Chinese. Chinese. The Chinese are known for their lager. Mm. So uh, that's what I got going on. You know what I learned a, nice. a while back? Sing Tao was originally a Japanese brewery, or I think it was originally German, and then it was Jap- Yeah, it only became what is Chinese. It, what is it? Doesn't no. matter. What is it's it Chinese now? Beer. <laughs> it's Chinese beer. It's on the Shandong Peninsula. Couldn't on remember. The Shandong Peninsula. The I honestly like. Tao. I knew that was like a beer, but I didn't know like what kind of beer it was. Uh, it well, it has a Tao. very fascinating history. Because okay. there's Sing Tao, and then there's also like Sing Ha. That's another kind of beer, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. What's it's Sapporo? Good. Isn't Sapporo something? Yeah, Sapporo is Japanese. Saki. That's another one. That's another. Not, okay. Number one. Number one. John. That's that's another Japanese. Not, beer. Okay, John. Number one. I have a limited amount of shouting at you I can do each week. It's uh, like trying to get all my shouting out false, before false we statement. start talking about Garfield. There is no Number limit. Two, the pronunciation is sake. Sake. And number three, it's Chris, not here. It's called, it's called English. Japanese rice okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's what we do. We take over sake. words from other languages. Sake. We take them and we make them English. It's what we do. Pronounce. Embrace it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, did you? <laughs> speaking of pronunciation, did you call that thing around your beer a koozie? I, I did said. say. What he said. I did say okay. koozie. Okay. Just what, make, what do you call it? Just wanted to make sure I heard that right. I've always, I've always heard cozy. You know, like tea cozy, beer cozy. I think I've so heard. I've I never heard that in my life. Yeah, because it, because it, it like provides a look a cozy little place for it. It's cute. I assume that's the etymology. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know why it would be a koozie. I can't. I can't. Like it doesn't mean anything. Koozie I, means thought, I thought you were about to pull out like a like a a, a jacuzzi or something. <laughs> like a miniature. Like I don't know. You had your beverage in like uh, a, like a miniature vest. Oh, I do like constantly. You know, uh, I've filled a jacuzzi in, with in, Chirac. Infused <laughs> with a. 
Yeah. So I can't remember what this is called. Like I have, oh, it's a, I have a copita. Oh. A little, so it's a little uh, handmade clay copita. And I have a Ooh. giant, a, a really profound bottle of rum next to me that that's, that's next. <laughs> the, 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 if, if we go long. If needed, if necessary, I have this copita. All I wish to point out about the if we go long statement is I've been recording for nearly 30 minutes and we have yet to describe panel one of Monday. Panel one of what? Oh, right. Okay. Um, well, we'll get to that in a second. Do I get to say that I'm Jim Davis? Is that part of the... the oh, yeah. We haven't even... Oh, yeah. yeah. This, yeah. All, this all comes before the theme music. Oh, okay. My, 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 my goal is to eventually have it so the Monday episode is like 45 minutes of inane chatter about nothing, <laughs> followed by the theme music and then two and a half minutes of us saying we're Jim Davis and that's it. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think we're well on our way. We are. Um, so I have, I have a few things uh, today. Uh, number one, I have a travel mug of uh, ice water. Mm-hmm. And I have a travel mug of sparkling ice water. <laughs> I have forgotten which one is which. Oh, that makes that that's kind of exciting because they match. Like they're, they're the same. Yeah, yeah. They're they're yeah, identical yeah. travel mugs. One has sparkling. They came water, they came from the Costco. Still water. Yeah. Oh, listeners will remember those. Yeah, travel listeners. Mugs. Know Barb that. got them for you. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be a nice little treat. John, um, it, it's, you're almost set up to play like a, a very low stakes version of Russian roulette with those. Yeah, or, or like let's make a deal or something. Mm. Um, and then I have uh, a beer. Mm-hmm. You see that? It's got an A on it. Yeah, it says, it says a beer. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, is it prairie? Um, Prairie Artisan Ales? Um, it is brewed in Ken- Louisville, Kentucky. No, then it's not Prairie. I think A Beer is actually the brand. I failed. Uh, it, says, it says you mad bro in the... In the uh, <laughs> it's very colorful. Yeah, I, like, yeah. uh, I like that, that nice... Uh, it looks very pastoral. Yeah, it's good, 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 uh, good pastel pastel colors, and then Chris, this is for you. Oh, good. Uh, I, I have a bottle of uh, Pock Pock uh, full strength drinking vinegar. Oh, that sounds delicious. Which uh, I can't wait to break out. Probably mm-hmm. after I've had the beer. Um, yeah, long time being Jim Davis listeners will remember the episode for the week really. <laughs> where I attempted to drink a cup full of balsamic vinegar. It was a mistake. It was, I mean, attempt is a very generous word. I drank a fair bit of that. You did not get very far in that attempt, as I recall. Vinegar's a sipping drink, I discovered. Mouth noise coming. Don't want to chug it. (laughs) Speaking of sipping, that wasn't even sipping vinegar that you had. It was like... No, it's just balsamic. No, it was balsamic. It was tr- it was uh, the, ba- the Costco Kirkland brand balsamic yeah. vinegar. Yeah. Uh, and then to cap John, everything off, I have we're trying to one up each other on the drinks roundup. Yeah, I'm glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I and then I have a bottle of coffee liqueur. Oh, which mm-hmm. is mostly empty. Oh. Yeah, good. I know. It did not come from the Costco. Hmm. There's a coffee rum from Pennsylvania that I'm a big fan of. Hmm. It's, it's wonderful. Mm. So, I what it... <clears throat> yes, yes. Uh, Nathaniel, <laughs> we we some we sometimes ask, I mean I guess we could start the show, but I, <laughs> we sometimes ask the co-host about uh, you know when we have a third chair what their history with Garfield is and sort of what what Ooh. brings them to the, to. Uh, to our humble little podcast. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, well, my my dad and I, uh, we would get the uh, the Sunday paper growing up when that was a thing, and um, <laughs> so I would as a little as a as a wee as a wee child, I would sit in my dad's lap and we would read through the funny pages on Sunday mornings, and uh, Garfield was among them, and uh, that's that's the extent. There you go. Nice. That's it. <laughs> 
I think, you know, it, it's a, a peep. We probably, when I was a, when I was really young, he read to me and I probably got excited. Like, look, dad, I can read, watch, I can read Garfield. <laughs> mm. So really vital to my literacy process as a, as a nascent human being. Having, having read over uh, nearly the first year of Garfield so far in this program, I have to say, I would not, I would not expose a young child <laughs> to, um, there's a lot of adult themes in the first year of Garfield. As, as it turns out. Yeah, and there's a, quite a, like, a, there's a wide disparity of, like, how wordy they are. So, like, you say, you're saying that, like, you, you learn to read on Garfield. It's very interesting to me because, putting like... Putting it strongly, putting it strongly. Well, well like, I, said it's, that, I want to stipulate that is not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> and, yet, and yet I repeated it. Um, like, like, some of them are, are, are almost wordless. And then there mm-hmm. are other ones that are, that are just, like, packed to the gills with, like... The gentle zephyrs? All this verbosity. Yeah, I did um, not expect to see the word zephyr. <laughs> in, in Garfield. Um, yeah. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me one bar. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal high deal by wheel stop you. Jim Davis is my name. Hello, and welcome into Being Jim Davis. It's a beautiful Garfield we live in, a sweet romantic place. Beautiful people everywhere, the way they show they care, makes me want to say, it's a beautiful Garfield. It's a beautiful Garfield. It's a beautiful Garfield for you, for you, for you. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Nathaniel Bozarth, and I'm Jim Davis. Whoa! Looks like we got ourselves a third chair this week. I mean, I I presume that lis- listeners heard like the first twenty five minutes of our conversation before. Oh the- no, that's all getting cut out. We're, we're, that's not part of the sh- part of the podcast. That's no, that's that's definitely still in there. Um, so it, it just uh, seemed weird that you pretended to be surprised. It did seem weird. <laughs> it, it did seem weird. You know, I'm going to go ahead and leap past that into the okay. next part of the script. Okay. Uh, it is April 30th, 1979, and we are gathered here together to look at the 316th ever Garfield strip in which... True. What events occur? John, in today's episode of Garfield from Monday, the 30th of April, 1979, Garfield is delusional. How true that is. I mean, I I honestly don't know. I do not remember this one. That was a statement. That wasn't a question. Eh, Um, Well, it was rhetorical. Panel one, John. (laughs) Could could have been hypophoric. Um, uh, we haven't what? discussed the difference between no, hyperphoric haven't. and rhetorical questions <laughs> in literally weeks, if not months. I have no idea what hyperphoric means. It sounds interesting. Look, am I going to explain it to you? Yes, I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> Look, do you answer a hyperphoric question? Yes, you do. <laughs> but do you answer a rhetorical question? Panel really, one, John. Really trying hard not to ruin that. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Panel one. Uh, Garfield is getting out from his bed, and if I if if I don't say so, I think his feet look weird. Yeah, I was. I'm glad you went his there. Feet look weird, right? <laughs> they look totally weird. His left foot. Well, okay, his left leg is like way longer than the right leg. Yep. Yep. The right leg one. is just like a little stubby thing. Uh huh. That's okay. one, and then also. Uh, it doesn't really look like a cat's paw. No, he has like heels. That. He has yeah. heels. It, yes. it looks, it's very human. Yeah. He is, it's on the way to, be, I think this is the day that Garfield becomes a human. But on the other hand, this, like it's, this it's, is the day that Garfield finally became human. <laughs> <laughs> but except, except, I'm going to take exception with, to that. Um, a human 
doesn't really have heel. You, like, I guess we speak of the heel of your hand, but those are Garfield's forepaws, and they look like feet. Yeah, they, they're human feet. He mm, looks yeah. like a I, mutated human with feet for hands. Okay, okay. Yeah, That'd I mean, I, bummer. I, I, I took that. I was assuming we were talking about human feet. Um, I mean, that's weird. That's like I mean, a hideous the, nightmare creature. Well, I mean, Jim Davis. <laughs> what do you... What are you going to do, you know? Um, yeah, he's getting out of bed, and he's about to set foot on that, that nice mauve-colored floor. His horrifying Lovecraftian nightmare foot. <laughs> uh, and he's and thinking... Garfield, okay, thoughts. go on. Yeah, he's thinking, he's thinking, boy, I'm starved. I think I'll have sausage, comma, hash browns, and some eggs over easy. Oh, I'm noticing that we, we're not using the Oxford comma. Mm, very astute observation. True. Mm. Another since since we're discussing commas, <laughs> can we talk about the spacing in this thought bubble? Um, yes. The yes, comma following boy is right up against the Y and followed by a space, as I as I think is appropriate. Mm. The period or full stop between starved and I, there's no space after the period before the I. Mm. Whereas that comma after sausage, it's like it's sausage, space, mm. comma, space, hash browns. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like the starved. The spacing dot, is all fucked up. It's almost like starved.i is like a column within a table in a database mm-hmm. in a SQL mm. statement. You, yeah, you, you yeah I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all fucked yeah, it look, up. It looks like it's a file name. It looks like it should yeah. be a file name. Yeah. Yeah www.starved.i yeah it also and and i don't i mean i don't know how much this is worth commenting on but here we are um we've mentioned before that jim davis does not include a period or full stop at the end of sentences in Mm, thought bubbles Mm -hmm. and i think that's fine for a simple short statement but when there's internal punctuation I really feel that lack of the final period. Like there should be a period after easy. Really feels naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 thought bubble. But it is it is a thought though, right? Like I feel like a, yeah. thoughts never end. They just kind of float <laughs> out there. Yeah, but I mean, like there's a period after starved. Well, he thought that. But that's period. a that's a fact though. Touche. Oh, I see. I see. So, so the so the second sentence or the second you know like group of words, mm-hmm. he's actually thinking the words I think, and therefore like the thoughts are are like even more uh, intangible and like. So maybe it, it it should really be two separate bubbles. There justified be- in not having the uh, the ending punctuation or the Oxford comma, as you so mm-hmm. rightly pointed out. Mm. Panel two. Oh, okay. We're moving on. All right. You just want to speed through this. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm quite excited about panel two, to be honest. Seemed, seemed like there was an awkward pause there. I thought. Uh, no, no, you're right. I, I mean, thought. I thought that would make a perfect transition. John, <laughs> I mean, after over three hundred of these, I can, I understand how any silence at all must feel awkward to you. Like any point where three people aren't shouting over each other. <laughs> Yeah, okay, no, go on. Panel two. Oh, I was just going to say panel two is also a panel. True. It's square. Okay, so Garfield uh, is approaching John Arbuckle, who is not kneeling. not quite square, actually. Kneeling Mm. on the floor in um, supplication, I would say. (laughs) um, Presenting an offering of food to his orange-haired god. Um... His head is bowed and his eyes are closed. And yeah, the more I look at this, it really does look like he's presenting an offering before a god. That was um, great, great job. That was perfect. Uh, he's saying, "Good morning, Garfield. Here's tuna and liver surprise!" Exclamation I mean, mark. It's not really a surprise anymore. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Tuna and liver surprise. He just said what it was. Maybe well, the I surprise mean, is like a, you know, a bone or something. I don't oh, know. But, but I mean, oh. isn't that always the case anytime you say surprise? Like, after you say surprise, 
it's just by definition no longer a surprise. I it's guess. an inherent oxymoron. Like if if someone organized a surprise party for you, John, and all the people jump out of their hiding place and shout surprise, yeah. and they okay. have a cake. okay. Or okay. is your yeah. is your response going to be well, no? It's obviously. not a surprise anymore. No. That's obviously true. Obviously, we're talking about we're discussing a distinct usage of the term surprise in this context. We're talking about a food dish uh-huh. with the word surprise in it. That's a, that's a distinct entity. It's a different usage. Mm-hmm. You know, duck surprise, liver surprise. Uh-huh. Mo- uh, mocha surprise. There's mocha a coffee surprise. shop I used to go to that was called the mocha surprise. Okay, so what was surprising about the mocha surprise? Uh, it had tangerine syrup in it. Oh, see, that, that is, is surprising. surprising. But then, yeah. okay, but again, John, like, would you complain the second time you ordered that? Would I complain? Yeah. When you okay, you you order the mocha surprise the first. I time, would I would probably and you get it and you drink it. Yeah. And there's tangerine syrup. No, and I, like, whoa, I that think is everyone understands the, the the scenario. I. But then the second time you order it, would you go back and complain and be like, "Well, this wasn't a surprise." It's I wouldn't complain. No, no, no. You just have to order something else. Time. I wouldn't complain. It's now called the the mocha tangerine, the the mm. tangerine mocha drink. I would every day make an increasingly less appreciated joke about how it was no longer a surprise mm-hmm. um which i'm sure the baristas would like find humorous or pretend to find humorous the first the baristas love it when you attempt to make awkward conversation they do what, what, what about a little like skeptical laugh like i'm thinking you'd say hey, I'll, I'll get the i'll try the mocha surprise <laughs> and then do a, or, an audible like, kind of chuckle or like or like you, you get it and you take a sip and you go that wasn't surprising. <laughs> yeah. You would be a staff they, favorite. They love that. And then there'd be a communal eye roll. Everyone in earshot <laughs> would roll their eyes. Mm. In fact, in fact, the whole coffee shop might shift <laughs> the, the, the tectonic plates removing just because the eye roll would be so intense. What a novel and original witticism, they would say. <laughs> All right. Um... Um, okay, I guess you have a problem with the name tuna and liver surprise. Oh no, I don't. I don't have a problem with it at all. I think it's fine. Okay, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Panel three. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I did no, want to okay, say, I, I'm a big fan of liver. I think liver is really? delicious. So I was, I was, exci- I was excited for Garfield reading mm-hmm. this, thinking he's he's going to eat liver for breakfast. That sounds. That sounds great, but liver yeah. with tuna, like what the what the fuck is that? Who who wants tuna with your liver? Who puts like, those things together? Which no. Wait, wait, tell I mean, me why. Because okay, I'm a vegetarian, so I need ooh. I need more information. Flesh this out for me. Like, why would you not pair tuna with liver? As a as a cat. Yeah, yeah. Also, imagine I'm a cat. Uh. Start by imagining I'm a person. <laughs> okay imagine i'm an anthropomorphic cat i'm an anthropomorphic <laughs> thinking cat i can't speak but i think in english why would i not pair tuna with well a poorly written english with terrible kerning and little punctuation <laughs> just just appalling using and the word kerning. <laughs> you're welcome didn't slip it in uh before yeah I uh, regret not having done that. Yeah. Why, why would you? Well, I'm, I'm going to say the texture. Like for for one thing, the texture, right? Like the tuna's got that. I mean, you can kind of you you can in your mouth, you can feel the little breaks between each muscle or whatever you're eating. Is it muscle? It's muscle, right? Whereas liver. Oh no, just, muscles muscles come from the sea. John, John. <laughs> and wait, wait, wait. And tuna doesn't come from the sea. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about liver. Oh no no we're, we're still on tuna. What kind, what kind of liver is it? Like it he's not very, John. Like, he's talking about chicken or beef. That that's a good question. It, it is, should, so, so, oh, be we, we found the surprise. We found the surprise. The surprise is <laughs> whether it's a beef or chicken liver. Mm, you okay. know, All right. You know, uh, I just checked out. According to the internet, uh, tuna themselves have livers. So it might. Ju- the surprise is just it's a tuna liver. That's a game changer. <laughs> Is it though? Wouldn't it? Okay, so, so, so then you would just call it tuna and tuna liver. That feels redundant. Like that's why it's and, and that's why it's surprise. 
here's 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 various tuna products. <laughs> here's <laughs> tuna points. Here's a tuna amalgamation. Mm. So I'm I'm sorry. I I feel like we interrupted you though. Tuna salad. Uh, I feel like the texture of that's how we. That's the how texture we of the tuna to, is uh, it's distinct. You can like when like tuna has a like distinct. There's uh, like there's a beginning and an end to a piece of tuna, whereas liver doesn't really have a beginning yeah. and an end because it's just kind of mush. It just goes so, on forever. Like a, a tuna, <laughs> tuna, you wouldn't have like a Mobius strip of tuna that just. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you may in fact have a liver that was so-called amobius. So you're so you're saying liver is like a non-orientable surface. <laughs> yes. Whereas, yes. Whereas tuna is like like a. Well, it's like, the, like the, the uh, So liver has more of difficult. like a liver has more of like a, a uniform mushy texture. Yeah. Whereas a piece of yeah. tuna. Um, and I, I've eaten. But like, think, think about like when your when your teeth go, th- you, when your teeth move through a mm. piece of a morsel yeah. of food. Are we talking about? The, oh yeah. yeah, like yeah. a cooked cooked tuna or raw tuna? Because I ate fish when I lived in Japan. So like, mm-hmm. I, I've eaten I've eaten plenty of raw tuna in my day. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with cooked tuna because raw tuna because I feel like if it's raw tuna that is more similar in texture to liver. Yeah, than. that's why I was confused. Mm. And I do, I do en- enjoy some tuna pokey. Is it poke? Poke, pokey. Uh, I believe it's pokey because I pokey. feel like we we feel like that's tried probably to, wrong. I feel like we talked about that before on the podcast and did not reach a conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> did um, we? I think we did. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, with um. with uh, previous co-host Alex Dorada Wolf. Wow. Classic. Substantial name. Yeah. Um, so substantial, I had to misspell it. In the- so you're, you're saying, so Nathaniel, if I can fill in the gaps there, it sounds to me like you're saying it would, it might be appropriate to feed your cat tuna with liver if the tuna were raw. Well, I, I'm still going to go with no, Bob, because tuna, <laughs> <laughs> because they would have the same texture if it were raw tuna and whatever liver. But but now but, you're but, but to please. What? If they have you, different textures, yeah, you, yeah, don't put them together. Just don't put them together. Give me give me liver or tuna. Are you together. like are you like the four year old child who insists on separating out every food? No 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 no. I'm like the four year old child that throws the food at you. Like what is the deal here? Like. John, did you literally ask him what his exit strategy was? <laughs> I, I maybe did. Uh, well, <laughs> the exit strategy. Well, it's 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 it goes this, and then it, you know. Um, oh, I see. Okay, all right. So for for listeners, um, <laughs> please uh, describe what I just did. Nathaniel is is pantomiming a series of vulgar gestures. <laughs> <laughs> What if it's like a pate, like a like a like a like a liver pate? Like that's a thing, right? Well, then where the fuck are the crackers? The cats don't need crackers. Cats. That's love not crackers. fair. What if cat? What if they want? That's that is that is. I'm going to call PETA. That's unfair treatment of cats. Hey, John, I, you it, know, it's it's a scientific fact that cats enjoy licking crackers. They like to lick yeah, themselves off a cracker. They like to lick them. Yeah, I've, I sometimes my cat my cat that will eat cheese. Demonstrated by science. I give my mm. cat Cheez-Its. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll eat like one or two. Um, and, and then beyond that, he'll just lick them. You give your, you give. Which is kind of a waste because like oh, the rest of the Cheez-It is just going to waste. So you don't eat it after you, he's yeah. uh, No, that would be gross, Chris. See, that's why you need a dog. I wash it off and then I that, eat that, it. <laughs> you, ri- you, rinse, you rinse it off under the sink and eat soggy cheeses. A little, a little, a little soap. A little <laughs> that, that dog would have no hesitation about eating the cat, the cheese. The oh, cat. I mean, you, you, you cut off the edges, you know? You, yeah. You, oh, you yeah, know? yeah. The part the cat licked. Yeah. <laughs> There's still plenty of good cheese it inside. This must this must be this must be a very conservative licking motion. Just kind of a oh, I'm talking about the big cheese its. I don't know if you've seen those. It's a little, they're a little easier to work with. Uh, what's that all about? Why why do they gotta make them big? They're bigger. They're larger. They're easier to 
you know. Do you, I, I, have you been they, they to work America better on lower resolution no. screens. What? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, panel three. All right. I mean, already. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Okay. Okay. Fine. We'll t we'll talk the, about the, panel three now. I, I could talk about panel two more if we want to do this. Look, look at the look at the framing. Look and what's this? There's this arbitrary shadow. <laughs> That's all there is. Just look at the framing. No collaboration <laughs> <laughs> required. <laughs> and look at those motion lines behind Garfield's tail, huh? That tail, <laughs> the tail is moving faster than he is. What's going on there? I don't see any. No, but really, what what is this arbitrary shadow line? What what is that? Uh, oh, in the long-time listeners to this program will oh, no. be quite familiar with our popular hashtag uh, Weird Shadows. Yep. Yep. Um, it's a common occurrence, uh, particularly mm -hmm. in panels, panels two. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Yeah, no, uh, you, Nathaniel, you'll notice as you, as you work through the Garfield strips this week, which will, judging from the time spent so far, take us no fewer than seven or eight hours. Uh, <laughs> you'll notice that the uh, background walls in John Arbuckle's house change color from panel to panel. And mm -hmm. also the weird ghostly shadows do move uh, for no reason. John Arbuckle lives in the Winchester Mystery House. Mm. Wonderful. Um, yeah, the, the furniture moves and disappears. The uh, uh, shadows appear and disappear. The stuff changes color. Fortunately, the colors yeah, are, are of a nice uniform palette yeah. and always complementary to Garfield's luxurious coat mm. it's just Actually, part of some, the terroir. sometimes they contrast horribly but it's true but but yeah, yeah is, the, is the is the wall ever orange so we get some orange on orange action um it's you know we did get some, we did orange, get some orange on orange action yesterday with the turkey um, yeah that turkey was brown we're not here to talk about the turkey we're not here to talk about yesterday we're not here to um, talk turkey Sorry. <laughs> panel three. We've got a nice tight yeah, shot. Yeah, all right, sure. Panel three. Yeah. All right. Let's we'll just we'll just zip through this thing. Got a nice tight we, for the benefit of listeners, Nathaniel emailed us a while back asking for a rough estimate of how long the recording session would take to do seven episodes. And I said we we generally try and keep it under about two hours. Fifty-five minutes in. <laughs> We haven't quite made it to panel three of Monday. Uh, we, we've made several. It's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. It's going to be great. It's going yeah, to be great. No. It's great it's already. Great. It's already. John, America is already great. Mm. I mean, I'm sure it is by now. It's been months. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sick of all this winning. Oh, God. Why can't I lose some? Yeah. I, you, you remember you remember back when we would lose sometimes. It broke yeah. up the monotony of winning constantly. Back when winning used to mean something because it's it like, was like, you know, a, a sometimes thing. Yeah, nobody thought how how badly all this winning would fuck things up in Las Vegas. Like everyone wins all the time. Yeah, all the houses. Nobody knows what the odds. It's just like. We, when everyone wins, the odds have to be one to one. Mm. Just mathematically, that's the only way for yeah. it to work out. You just you win the money, you win back the money that you bet. Where's the margin in that? Um, I feel like. Am I getting off topic? Yeah, I feel like we're getting a little bit off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so panel three. <laughs> no, I know that was that was a good bit. I just didn't have anything funny to add. I didn't. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, panel three. Uh, Garfield is opining. That's what's happening. It's a tight shot, as you said, on on just him and his food bowl. Uh -huh. You can clearly see the letters Garfield on that food bowl. He's got his left front appendage. <laughs> <laughs> on the rim of the bowl and his left front appendage is up in the air with an index digit john uh, you referred to both of them as 
his left front appendage. Oh, I did. I assume one is house left and one is stage left. So it's yeah. Sorry, was that not clear? I, yeah. Okay. It's assumed. Um, yeah, and the uh, the the thought bubble around his head in this panel mm -hmm. reads as follows: The sausage and hash browns are delicious, but I do believe the eggs are a bit overdone. No. Mm. No but period. No ending punctuation. No. Mm. Uh, and I would I would add the there should be a comma after delicious as opposed to a period uh, to start yeah. that second sentence yeah, with yeah, a coordinating it's, conjunction. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally just appalling. Thank you for using the term coordinating conjunction. Yeah, it's a subordinate clause. What the fuck is it doing I'm, by itself? I find myself, the, the older I get, John, I'm a little older than you. It's true. As you know, color is not quite as vivid for you. It's true. My memory's starting to go. Further I get into my 40s, um, well, look, you know, I've never... Uh, yeah. For the benefit of listeners, uh, Chris turned 40, like, what, two months ago? Four, if that. Probably. Um, okay. The further you get into your March. 40s. <laughs> the further I get into my 40s, the less, uh, the less judgmental I've become about mm. starting a sentence with but or and. Because um, we do it in yeah. speaking all the time. We, we do it, do it in, in speak speaking. I, I see it more and more in text. But whatever. To think, you know what? This is just common usage. There's no, there's no standard of linguistic judgment other than common practice. Well, we are, we are in the common practice era of English. Yeah. Right. Uh, postmodern English. Postmodern. Post, post, postmodern English. I would call it a, I mean, I would call it a post Wittgensteinian attitude for sure. Garfield has just for been sure. overrun with postmodern modernism Use lately. His meaning. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if I'd say this is postmodern in any sense. No, no, it's not really at all. Though I, I mean the thing about this one to me is like I think a cat would like a tuna and liver pate, which is what he's getting. Even so, if they don't go well together. More so than a cat would yeah, like. Yeah, I'm not entirely like some eggs that, over like, I feel like I a cat cats are into eggs. That I think that, that feels pretty normal to me like Cat food is tuna and liver. Like, that's fine. But eggs don't think, like, okay, so your cat goes outside, it climbs a tree, there's a little robin's nest, there's a little robin's eggs, uh -huh. okay. and your cat's like, ooh, I want to eat those. Yeah. And it eats the eggs. I think Does cats it? love eggs. Does it? Maybe? Is well, that a thing that happens? It, well, maybe it goes into the tree and it's like, oh, little blue ovals. I'm going to play with those. <laughs> I love ovals. Yeah. No, that's true. That does knocks track. him out of the tree, and then 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 it knocks him out of the tree, and then they land on the ground, and now it's like, oh, what did I do? And then it goes and it I'm licks up lick this stuff up, this the little embryo off the ground. Potentially, um, I mean, look, you're definitely right that our cat Louie does love ovals. Loves it. Can't can't stand parallelograms. What, what what is the what is the name for the shape of an egg? You you say egg shaped. It's it's an what is it? It's an oblong sphere. It's a three-dimensional um, oval. Yeah, what would that be? An ovular uh, manifold. Yeah, I think it depends. Would it be a manifold? I don't know. Like when you say have, it's a three-dimensional, a three-dimensional oval is not quite the same as an egg. What, could, could it be? Could it be a? Could it be an oblong sphere? An oblong spheroid. Yeah, put void on the end of anything, and it makes it official. It makes it true. Ovoid. Uh, yeah, that, that's an alternative fact. <clears throat> um, an ovoid is the two-dimensional... We, uh, we, we just call them alt facts here on this podcast. I see. <laughs> they, they come up so often. Con control alt facts. Yeah. I get it. It's a... <laughs> yeah. uh, um. It's fine. It's a Garfield. Um, I just I don't I I, I so guess you don't think you don't think Garfield or cats in general like eggs. Uh, I don't think a cat would order its eggs over easy. Hmm. Scrambled. I can see a cat going for scrambled eggs. What about okay. a, what about okay. a French omelet that has scrambled. a little bit of ooze left? Yeah, scrambled, sure, but like but like not. Fluffy scrambled, like a little bit wet, still scrambled. Like oh, have you have you seen these cloud eggs? Have you seen this? Like, there's this 
Okay. They're, I don't they're Pinterest. Stored on, okay. They're stored on I the swear, cloud. Okay. All right. I swear I don't Pinterest, but I have observed my wife's <laughs> Pinteresting. <laughs> and in my wife's Pinteresting, <laughs> I found it interesting that there is this phenomena of cloud eggs. It's some weird way to make your eggs that they poof up like little clouds. Oh. It looks stupid and not delicious. Do you uh, like you like beat them? You like beat air into them or something? I I, like, I, I assume so. I have not looked into yeah. it. I'm happy with my little French omelet that I've yeah. been trying to perfect for several months. But, but you like looking at you evidently like looking at these photos of cloud eggs. <laughs> hey, the I photos mean, they're intriguing. They just draw you right in. John, he's he's married, but he can still look at the photos. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. He's, <laughs> Uh, the French omelet's not gonna. The French omelet is it's French. It's open minded. It's right. not. It's right. not gonna be like you can't look. Right, right, right. Om- omelet is not uh, obeying your you know American puritanical views of of. Uh... Yeah, and, and it's not prone to jealousy. The the omelet's not. Yeah. It's not jealous. Yeah. Now look, yeah. look. Po- poached egg. A poached egg is gonna have you on a ball and chain. Poached oh, egg. Yeah. Well, yeah. You even don't you even think of eggs prepared any other style. <laughs> I mean, with poached eggs, honestly, it's like, ugh, it's so much effort, you know. Mm. Can I ask you a question, John? Because I mean, uh, unlike Nathaniel and I, you're we're married. You're still single. Is it? Oh yeah, you got to bring that up. Every, that was, that was no, pain, no, painful, <laughs> painful use of the word "still" you there. Eat, yeah, you can eat. You can eat your eggs after all you want. Years. You can eat. You can eat any style of egg you want. Just well, you know, one day. Before, wait a minute. I want to stop you right there. Are you not allowed to cook your eggs a different way? No. When you get married, you have to choose one style of egg preparation oh, that's right. for the I, rest of I your forgot, life. I forgot Christine makes those like weird, like Egyptian eggs, doesn't okay. she? Okay, the word weird, a little bit judgmental about our They cooking. are weird. I have, I have, I have never heard this, uh, this idea of, of. Uh, I didn't know you had to be a one egg household, uh, no, a one egg, a one egg man. They're literally weird in the sense that they're weird to me. They're, I did not. I, <laughs> them. I think, uh, I think the word you're looking for is objectively weird. You know, you know, my, my no, wife. I, I thought um, hard boiled. Sorry. I, I want to hear about this egg now. So what, what is, what does she do? Yeah, like it's what, what is that called? It's a, it's, it's called an egg. Uh, they're they're hard boiled. They're uh, hard boiled and then fried with a little bit of cumin, a little garlic, fried in oil. They're real nice. Um, those are special, like feasting eggs. Like you get those after a big fast. So mm-hmm. like uh, Christmas Eve, you will go. You go to the midnight mass. Mm-hmm. Ends at like midnight mass. Very inaccurate name for a church service that ends at like one thirty a.m. But whatever. It's like it starts, it starts at 6 p.m. There, no, there's it grace. It starts at like 6 p.m. There's grace, Chris. It just goes on and on and on. And you just stand in there like, when will maybe this it's end? A, maybe it's like a metaphorical night. Like the when night will this end so I can eat some of those people. eggs? Then you go home and it's like. You think I- about the eggs the whole time, right? I like mean, during, the, during the sermon and the whatever I'm, the fuck else. I'm, o- I'm only human, John. Again, like I said, like I said. I'm married. I'm still allowed to think about eggs. <laughs> I gotta think about something to entertain myself during the service. I'm gonna fantasize. Yeah. I have a healthy yeah. fantasy life. There's oh nothing God. wrong with that. I fantasize about all different kinds of eggs. John, sometimes I fantasize about duck eggs. Sometimes, sometimes I fantasize about eating two duck eggs at once. <laughs> Two at once? Oh this man, it's so decadent. This just got weird. <laughs> Wait, just now? <laughs> just now. <laughs> yeah, they're they're real good. Uh, what the, about quail eggs? You like some quail eggs? Or what about ostrich eggs? They're huge. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a kink I'm not into. Uh, <laughs> It's a very specialized, and I'm not judging. I'm yeah. not judging. Some, people, some guys are into just huge, enormous eggs. I don't see the appeal personally, but it's, you know. 
Uh, no, the the yeast, the eggs she makes are really nice. They're they're like that seems kind of judgmental, and then, Chris. And then fried in, <laughs> fried with like a little cumin Whatever. and salt and garlic. They're real good. They're real good. But you, you get them like Christmas Easter. So I didn't know that that hard boiled eggs were not supposed to be green in the yolk area. Oh no. no, no. <laughs> No, you, you, uh, you're overcooking. No, no, no offense. Yeah. No offense to my to my family, but unfortunately, <laughs> I had I had never. I was I was I was. In fact, I would say that I was a virgin as a po- at, for a well cooked right? hard boiled egg. We, we would all say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, look. And then my wife showed me that you could hard boil an egg and then have a yolk that was in fact still yolky and we can <laughs> yellow. I think we can all agree that you don't feed eggs to children. I mean, I'm not prudish. I think you should teach children about eggs. Children need to learn. They're going to go out into a world with eggs in it. They need to be. They need to learn about eggs in a safe environment. Yeah. No, 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 Chris. How do you feel about? How do you feel what the egg cut? The cup that you have to eat the egg out of. Like, yeah. They got it. They you gotta like make like, sure they know to use that. Some well, well, do you think that, that there should be public egg education? Yes, e- if, if you egg, will, egg, egg education. education. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I sit down with my son and I'm like, you know, you're 12 years old, and it's only natural that you're going to be curious about eggs. You're going to be thinking about eating eggs, and I know the kids in your school are going to be talking about. Kids will claim they're eating eggs or touching eggs. <laughs> And I want you to have that in your life someday. In a safe and healthy life. So, so do you think si- is sixth grade too late? Do you think, do you think, do you think? <laughs> Six, sixth grade is way too late. <laughs> I, it, it is, it's, look, I don't want to, I don't want to scare you guys. Nathaniel, I don't know, do you have kids? I do not. Times have changed so much since when we were young. The kids my son is going to school with, it's like babies eating eggs. Oh, well, sure. I mean, they're eating school, I mean, anything they're, goes. They're eating eggs at like I can say that, 10 right? years I can, old. I, I can say years. the school. Don't, please don't. Please can say that. Please don't. Please bleep that out. But I didn't say you work there. I said that your goes there. Please bleep. John, God damn it. You're just making more, more editing work for yourself. It's, it's just going to be hard well, to edit. It's not at all clear that you work for the schooling. God damn it. It's just more bleeping for you to do. You know you're just making more work for yourself. Maybe, maybe, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Hey, hey, how would you like it if I said the name of your employer? It's a long, that I don't know. It's a long episode, Chris. I don't know if I can bleep all the instances of <laughs> schooling. John, how would you like it if I told people that you're employed by a company located in Portland? I would not like that. It's located. You know, I'm gonna go a step further. I'll tell them it's the one in Oregon, not the one in Maine. Oh, damn! You really. And it's something no. to do with computers. Yeah, it's an app factory. We covered this on a previous episode. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Did you um, call it an app farm before? Uh, you called it an app factory. Oh, did I? Yeah, and I went along with it. Um, so, so you're a farmer. Uh, yeah, I, oh. yeah I, I worked the land. Farmer John. I, 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 I connected with the, the earth, you know? I worked mm. the, hand, the, the, the land with my, yeah. my, my let me see. Let me see your hand. thumb. I'd like, to, so I'd like to see your thumb. Oh, God, that's so green. <laughs> That's right? that's incredibly right? green. Right? That was terrifying, actually. Sorry it's, about that. It's Sorry, sad. It's the fisheye lens I have on the computer. Sorry. It's sad how sad. I'm taking a drink of water. I'm going to see what kind this is. Oh, I do want to know what oh, kind it of was water. The, it was the regular water. Okay. The regular. Oh, it's, that's kind of a bummer. It's sad how separated we are these days from the... Oh, you got to separate the yolk from, from the whites, you know? Like, that's that's how you poach an egg. John, this is not how you butch <laughs> Number one, completely false. <laughs> Number two, your your listeners are going to get the wrong idea about your thoughts on eggs. Number two, they're going to think you're completely not ignorant not when it comes to eggs. Led them.
let's not go blue. Um, oh. So that was Monday. Uh, well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, but there's no use complaining about it now. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave a comment or send us an email. You can also follow us on Twitter at Being Jim Davis, or you can follow me at Inscrutable Taco. And I'm at the Chris Winter. Oh, I just deleted Twitter from my phone. Not going to be on there for a few weeks. John, this is true. I deleted it. still on your computer. You got it. I, I have your password. I'm going to tweet as you. You do not have my password. I can probably guess it. Okay, let's hear. George McFly, Louis 99? Incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, John, I deleted Twitter off my phone for two reasons. Number one, just become too stressful. We're traveling. I'm going to take, I'm just, I'm just taking it off. Just taking it off. Number two, John, I have tweeted some very intemperate things recently. (laughs) I'm a little bit concerned about going through immigration. (laughs) going to remove Twitter from my phone entirely. Now, if the people at Customs and Immigration want to have a look at my Instagram, that's i.am.the.worst. I only post photos of my feet. I think they'll let me in any country based on that. Chris, intemperate uh, or seditious? A little bit bit from column A, a little bit from column B. (laughs) I once, once I, t- I tweeted asking where, where I can sign up for the white genocide. <laughs> yeah, you do that one time and you end up on all kinds of mailing lists. It's so, yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. All of a sudden, Jordan, Jordan B. Peterson wants to be friends with you on Facebook. And I honestly. Uh, it's awful. A few years ago, I would have been like, I would have been like, white genocide, that's totally just a, that's like a, a right-wing scare tactic, blah, blah, blah. These days, I'm like, what, is there a Patreon for that? Like, how do I support the white genocide? I, honestly, it's an idea whose time has come. And I'm at Bo underscore Please let me through immigration. I was not Jim Davis. Go ahead, Nick, go ahead. So, uh, if I've said anything interesting, I'm at Bo underscore Nathaniel. So that's pretty cool, I guess. Oh, thanks for listening. That was a really disappointing announcement. It's okay, you have six more. Uh, thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. Thank you for listening, and good No, 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 because I'm being Jim Davis, and I'm here to say that being Jim Davis John, I think uh, that was a long episode.